are back for another exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I am your host, Spicy Mari, and joined with me, as always, is my beautiful and lovely co-host, Dr. Allie. Hey! Dr. what's up? So, <laughs> welcome to the road. Like, that's what you guys need to know. <laughs> very, very on the road. <laughs> Dr. Allie and I made this magic happen. We are recording our podcast from, uh, or our radio show from, um, I'm in New York. Dr. Ali, where are you at? I am in Houston, Texas. <laughs> okay, so as you can uh, see, we decided that we were going to take these trips. How are we going to report, you know, record a podcast on the road and deal with our significant others is um, a whole nother story, but that's exactly what our episode today is going to be about traveling with your significant other. So we're going to give you some do's and don'ts, some spicy tips, um, some things that can make traveling with your significant other successful. And so as usual, you know, we always start off giving the spicy dish. And there's some things that have been going on uh, lately in relationships and uh, marriage to be exact. And the beautiful and lovely uh, Meghan Markle is preggers and traveling on the road with her significant other as well. I mean, who didn't see that coming? Like, the number one job of a princess is to get pregnant and have babies. <laughs> so we were all waiting on these babies. They This was quick, though. I mean, how, they got married like two months ago? <laughs> yeah, usually we would say, you know, enjoy the marriage, um, spend time, make sure that you really still like them. <laughs> nope. Megan jumps right in. She jumps head first. I like it. He decided he was going to get her knocked up really quick with um, a magical little mixed baby yep. that's going to be. So what is she going to be? What would the baby be like? A baby duchess? How does that work? You know, I don't even know what her title is because I'm, I'm not the biggest royal person. I mean, I think they're awesome, but. I don't remember what her title was, but yeah, it would be some kind of duchess or lord or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so it was a guy. Okay. Yeah, I don't, or a dutch. I don't know. <laughs> Did they become a knight? How do you get crowned a knight? I don't know. Like, all, all, yeah. I need to go back and watch a few films. That's um, it. That's it. I guess you got to do something heroic. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, congratulations to her. When I, when, um, I found out that she was preggers you were even traveling then so I wasn't able to like discuss with you you know my joy and excitement about this so um because you've been you've been traveling for like a couple weeks now um uh, you know the uh the last episode we did um yeah with Dorinda everybody yeah. missed you oh. but they were able to get some spicy tips on dating apps but this time uh around um, you're back and we're able to make this magic happen while we're on the road but um, one thing that I love that Meghan Markle <laughs> is doing is um, switching out her Stuart Wiseman's for these black Rothy's flats mm. I don't have a pair but I know they would come in handy while I'm traveling here in New York yeah because my feet are killing me I'm over here with my Stuart Wiseman can't wear them because it's raining and so um, I don't know how people in New York look cute because it's really hard to go out when all you can wear is closed toe boots all the time. No, let's talk about like, I have made all the wrong decisions. It was definitely raining here for like, like the first week we were here basically. And like the flattest pair of shoes I brought were, are, are not appropriate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I have been like, like I bought these like, like thigh high suede boots. Like I am just so wrong for this weather. I was, I'm really interpreting everything through a Californian lens and it's not a smart decision. So, oh yeah, me and everybody else, I like bonded in the bathroom with other Californians while I was here in New York and we're like, aren't, isn't this weather just the hardest? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to dre get dressed out here? Like we started talking 
like stall to stall oh. about our wardrobe choices because it's really ridiculous like Californians we are ill-equipped to live anywhere else like we haven't seen rain we had that random thunder and lightning storm like two weeks ago they came out of nowhere right but other than that we haven't like seen rain day. in like in like two years <laughs> I just feel like it's like it's another way of life. Like you have to survive. You have to make it happen in New York. Yeah. Or like anywhere else for that matter. Because California, you know, if we want to, we can just walk around in flip flops. All day. All winter long. All, day. all fall. Yeah. And make it happen. But uh yeah, definitely uh, has been I guess what you would say romantic. Um you know, running in the rain with my husband, trying to get from like restaurant to restaurant or show to show. And so, you know, that's, it's been a great learning lesson. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to take after Megan and make sure that I'm still showing him love, giving affection. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> making, yeah. Giving, giving him all the goods. But um, just to wrap up uh, our spicy dish, um, I was doing a little bit of research and found out like highest paid actresses. You're all about like female empowerment. Mm-hmm. We love like propping women up. And Sofia Vergara, yeah, um, one of my favorite actresses because she is just so beautiful and spicy. Uh, she's the highest paid actress right now. Like Forbes list just came out, and she's making more than her husband. Womp womp, forty two point five million per episode. So I just want to give like big ups to her. Uh, then also Jennifer Garner. We talked about it last time uh, we had an episode together, mm-hmm. and we had like kind of speculated like how long is going to take for her and Ben Affleck to move on yeah. and apparently she's moved on now she's like with the ceo of cali group i haven't heard of that company but i guess it's like a holding group yeah or a holding company and so it's like a focused technology like for restaurant i don't know retail industries but apparently her and old dude john miller are co-parenting and they have the same child's name like violet they both have a daughter named violet oh wow that's that's when you what know you're I- way too hipster when and you just start having all the same names as the guys that you're dating, like their kids. It's too, <laughs> this is too hipster. All these violets. These names are getting repetitive right now, too. Everyone's kind of naming their kids the same thing. But Right. I just start pick, picking out baby names because I'm like, well, what names are going to be good by the time I have a kid? Oh, yeah. Because everything's being taken. Everything. Being eclectic or artsy-fartsy. I'm going to end up just naming my kid after me. Oh, God. Spicy Junior? <laughs> yeah. I think, I, think there's a, I think there's a cute little ring to it. Spicy Junior, or you can just you know name your your son Marty, and your daughter Mari, Mari no. and Marty. No, oh my gosh, I'm not doing it. No, I want them to have an exotic name like me, so people can say, "Oh, how beautiful your name." I want I want it to be like an exotic, sexy name. No, I'm gonna name my kid something crazy, like like just like Bear, or like I've always liked the name Wolf, like and my husband's last name is White, so like Wolf White, like I'm gonna name him something like. <laughs> Wolf White. Oh, that sounds very Game of Thrones. Very right. I'm gonna do something crazy <laughs> like that. Like it's definitely gonna be something like people are gonna be like, your parents were hippies, right? Like that's what happened to you. <laughs> Wait, can you really be a hippie though if you're not really like? I feel like you and Darren, I mean, um, Aaron have researched how to be hipster. <laughs> we did the research As opposed to like being raised that way well, I we didn't like... dive in yeah we didn't dive in fully <laughs> we didn't dive in fully i feel like there's still some booze i think you guys have to make a choice yeah. like full throttle with this hipsterness well then i guess the middle name <laughs> it'll, it'll the middle name will be something bougie like like lennox 
So right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not forget where you were raised and where you came from. <laughs> I know the real Allie. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I'm a little bougie, like a little. Uh, and in our conversation about traveling with our partners, my bouginess will come out. Okay, so, so that's where I want to get started because what most people don't know, and I want you to kind of dive into your experience of what you've been having so far, just like some lessons that you learned. Most people don't know when it comes to healthy relationships and traveling that 68% of couples, like studies have shown, that like leisure travel, they feel is a necessary component of maintaining a healthy relationship. And then two thirds, which is 63% of couples believe that traveling helps couples stay together longer. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. But what research has found is that there's like three key elements to you know having healthy relationships traveling has long-term benefits for couples uh travel helps build and maintain relationships and then travel also ignites romance and intimacy so are you in uh Aaron experiencing any of that yet so far while you're traveling? well I would say the long-term benefits we don't know yet right we don't because that's in the future right but I think that we've gotten some benefits from the trip um Romance and int- intimacy, definitely. Um, oh. Yeah, definitely. Do tell. But, well, because also, we're on a business trip. And so nice. it's not as romantic because, like, he's literally at work right now. Like, he's, but it's getting paid for. That is romantic if I ever heard it. It is, getting, it is getting paid for. <laughs> but they have limits on what they'll pay for, so we can't stay at a super nice hotel in Houston. We're mm. living, we're at, like, one of those, like, hotels with, like, a, like a, like a kitchen. Right, so we have like our own kitchen. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, like, like a little... residence inn. Yeah, we're at we're exactly exactly. So we're staying at like a residence inn. So it's not like the bougiest hotel ever. So I'm a little bit like, ma, we're slumming it. But <laughs> <laughs> so, but we went out of town. I this... told you she's not a real hipster, guys. I know. I'm like, <laughs> she was. She would be camping in an RV right now with her husband on this trip. She is so so not a real hipster. <laughs> to me, this is camping. We're camping now. <laughs> I'm like, there's no room service here, and you will not bring me a yoga mat when I request it. We are camping. What? (laughs) Oh my god! I know. I am the queen of boutique hotels. Like that is my thing. I love boutique hotels. That's where I wanted to stay. Yeah. Well, I asked Shay to like, can you find us a boutique hotel? I'm obsessed with boutique hotels. He was like, do you have boutique hotel money? And that's the conversation stopped. (laughs) And that's and (laughs) exactly. I'm like, no, we will find boutique hotel money. So we actually. So we're staying in Houston for his job. So he's been here two weeks. I came here last week, and then we leave next week. Um. But I'll be back for the show. But um, Yay. but basically, so we went up to Dallas for the weekend to hang out with his best friend. And we stayed at uh, the Indigo Hotel, which is a nice little boutique hotel up there. And we were super romantic up there because it was just such a cute space. Like, I'm so into aesthetics. The color scheme was beautiful. Everything was, like, backlit with, like, LED lights and gray and silver and, Ooh, and la la. white. And it was just so cute. The hotel smelled good. Every room had, like, perfume in it. Uh, I just loved it. I just loved so it. So did you feel like the romance was there because of the environment? Or was the romance something that you and Aaron had to create? Like, did you go around, like, you know, collecting candles, lighting them? Or did you just feel like just being in another city ignited this passion that you don't necessarily get to feel when you're home locally? I, I would say it was a little bit of both. Um, and partly one, a, a killer of romance is stress. Mm. And so Preach. even though, you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to feel sexy and horny and attracted and aroused 
when you were fundamentally thinking about something else like work or money or, you know, whatever. And so when we were in Houston, it's more like where he's, he's working every day. I mean, he's getting up at five 30 in the morning or like four leaving at five, getting to work, working all day, coming home, you know? And so he's exhausted. And so just being out of town, being with friends, that was already so much of a stress reliever that we were just already much more like sexual. You know, we were much more like into each other just because that stress was off of us. And then we were hanging out with his friends all day, just chatting, eating, you know, he doesn't drink, but I was definitely, <laughs> but you do. I was, I was the most intoxicated <laughs> I've ever been. And I am willing. Oh my God. I, Cause his friends are so pressure, so much pressure. <laughs> his friends. It was to drink. Like, <laughs> oh they were putting pressure on you to drink yeah I definitely took the one shot too many and I as a 34 year old woman threw up for the first time oh my god (laughs) in my life wait that was the first time you've ever threw up from alcohol from alcohol I've never girl get on my level I know teach you how it's done you gotta you gotta let it out and then keep going. And that was it. And that was it. Like I'm professionally trained. I know. Bounce backer. <laughs> I, I I I rallied. I rallied hard. I've actually never thrown up. And I and I didn't want to throw up. My body didn't want to. I actually had to force myself to because I just felt so bad. But um it was the first time I'd ever done that. So and leading all of that leads to I was super sexual. I was <laughs> what? I know. I was just in a really open space. And so I think that me being super open. We were in a beautiful hotel. Ah. He wasn't stressed out. We had been with all of his friends. It was a really good night, a really positive night. Like just all the perfect, all the things aligned to make us just super into each other. So, what made you more open though? So, like, how does someone? What what elements make you close, and what elements make you open? Well, for me, I'm a big aesthetics person. Things have to be beautiful for me. Things have to be clean. If I'm not in a clean, safe space, like I'm not the girl that's going to be like in the back of the car, like doing it. I, I'm just, I'm really about like safety, space, beauty, <laughs> right? And so when I was a little intoxicated, I didn't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is like so opposite. Like Shay is a little bit more conservative than me, but I'm definitely like, hey babe, let's hop in the backseat really quick. Like, <laughs> let's get it done. Yeah, I'm a little. While cops are walking by, because apartment buildings have <laughs> definitely called on this before like i think this couple's having sex behind my building <laughs> please have them removed instantly and you're like oh we gotta hurry up and get out of here <laughs> we're like pants down officers come knock on our window and we're like excuse me don't you see us having sex right here the audacity for you to oh. interrupt us see that's travel sex I was, for like, you really mad <laughs> see that's hilarious i actually have had a have a had a few friends that have felt like are into public sex. Like, that's what they like to do. I am the exact opposite. I like the most private sex you could ever have. Oh, see, I want the curtains open. I guess I would be an exhibitionist. Um, because, and I can see you and Aaron being more of, like, voyeurs, where you guys, like, want to watch others <laughs> from peeping windows, where I'm like, no. I want to be the performer. I'm on stage. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, I could totally see you being like that. Like, no, it is about me. Let's have fun. Let's make it public. Let's make it open. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, while we're on the topic of intimacy, like, one thing that, you know, could kind of be concerning when you have an upcoming trip with Bay, especially if you're going to, like, uh, places where you're going to be in swimsuits, which has happened to me um, a few times, like, even right before the wedding or just when we go to, like, you know, before Miami, just when we're traveling and the period comes. 
I mean, Ugh. luckily, I already had all my products on deck um, because of this subscription service that my girl put me on called Lola. And Allie, you use Lola too, right? Like, we, we're both up on game when it comes yes, to Lola. Yes, yes. But it's a female-founded company, which I knew when I told you about it, you would absolutely love. But they offer a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and, like, all these liners because we need them all. And they now offer sex products too. So... I was already a fan. I know you were, but like, I'm really excited about the sex part. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I I love that because you never know, like you're shoving this stuff inside of you. And if it's like not organic, where does, where does this cotton come from? Like, what is this? Right? Like, I want to make sure I'm being safe. And so, you know, you already trust this company because you know, they're providing safe products. Yep. And now they're providing sex products. Like, okay, sign me up. And you know your bougie butt is like, are they are they approved and hyperallergenic? Yeah, from a gynecologist, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, like is Bay gonna know? Okay, that's all. I hear. That's so it. I'm like excited that it's like private. It comes in like this cute little package, and you can mix and match, you know, products mm-hmm. and get whatever absorbency I need. I mean, there's like it's any perfect. number of boxes that you can order, and you know, it's always you know frequently delivered, so he doesn't have to like buy me products at the store anymore and I don't have to be waiting in line at the grocery store embarrassed with several boxes this happened to me the other day Mm. oh my gosh so I didn't have my Lola on me like I um had forgot that like my period last month was coming Mm -mm. and um I'm in a bar with him and I run across the street to a liquor store mind Mm. you I stopped drinking go across to the liquor store and go in line to like get my tampons because I'm like, okay, I don't have my Lola's on me. So I got to grab some tampons. These guys are in line. Two cuties walk up to me trying to holler. And when I like start talking to them, I'm like, so don't mind these boxes of tampons like, in my hands right there. It was so devastating. <laughs> it's like, what do I do with these big blue, embarrassing, colorful? Cause they're always the most colorful boxes ever. Right. I know. It's like, I was why? so excited. Like, I'm like, yes, I still got it. These boys are still hollering at me with my wedding rings on. And <laughs> they don't even like, care because they know I'm hot. But it's like, oops. I was like, dang it. But I mean, luckily, like the subscription service, I'm going to just order extra next time. That's it. So that way, just keep them on me. I'm just going to keep them in That's the car. That's it. Always. Bag. <laughs> and it's so good. They have like lubricants. They have cleaning wipes. Because let's be real, as Spicy was talking about, all of that, you know, if you want to have sex on the go, you got to clean up. Oh my God. Like, and so Lola yes. has cleansing wipes that you know are safe, you know are good, and you can clean up with those. Like, amazing, right? But you get to order also, too, um, these sex products as well, the Sex by Lola. You get to order it on this like subscription service as well. So, like, the cleansing wipes, everything, like, everything is discreet now. Mm. Um, Shay and I don't necessarily use condoms, but I love that they offer them because for all you single people out there, get you some condoms me and my husband don't need them but <laughs> if you don't want babies you want to get you some of those lola condoms but they're the first also to like biodegradable products um all natural wipes and i don't always feel like having to go shower right after him and i do it especially on this trip like we've been getting it in so i just gave my little lola wipe mm-hmm. and i'm good to go you know he can ravish me all he wants and i don't have to necessarily do a whole cleanup so <laughs> that's it for 40% off all subscriptions right now, you guys can visit mylola.com and enter Lola Spicy. That's L-O-L-A-S-P-I-C-Y when you subscribe. Give it a try. I'm telling you, like, you don't need to be, you know, worried yeah. or locked into anything. It's flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. So it's a win-win. Hurry up and get you guys some Lola. I know, like, 
that was like a whole spiel, but I'm really excited about these products. Yeah, I love them. Gynecologist approved, hyperallergenic. Yeah. I love it. The sex products and the like feminine products. Like we need them all. So no excuses, guys. No excuses. (laughs) Also too. So Allie, what it sounds like to me when it comes to you and Aaron's trip is that there was some compromise there. Oh yeah. I think I experienced with Shay as well. But when it came to you guys having to, you know, having to decide on where to stay, like hotel can be a huge thing when it's, you know, where you and Bay or your partner want to stay at. Um, so it sounds like you had a compromise on like the location of your guys's stay. What about budget? Did you guys have to compromise on like your spending as well? Well, no, actually, no, not this time around. Like you said, because his business um, pays for all of his travel. They want him to travel, so they have to pay for it. So that's one good part. But when we went up to Dallas, obviously we paid for that. Um, but since we have been, you know, living here at the, since he's been staying at the hotel with his job, we really didn't have to worry too much about it. So we didn't compromise on the stay. He actually found the hotel because he knew I would like it. And he kind of surprised me with it um, when we went to out of town. So that was one thing that was really great. But we definitely have to compromise on our cleanliness levels. Um, <laughs> like, okay. like not physical. He's physically clean. But, you know, <laughs> he just, you guys just don't think. Like getting ready for this podcast, I have to have a clean space to look at while I'm doing a show. And but he had like a like, like an ironing board out, suitcase was laid out, clothes were on the floor, and I was just like, "Come on, like come on." So we have to compromise a little bit with that, where it's really up to me to compromise because I understand that he's busy, he's working, he's stressed out. The last thing he's thinking about is like folding up his towel and putting yeah, it gently, you know. And so I have to just like take a take a breath, relax. We're in a smaller space than we're used to being in, and I have to like you know. Just not be a jerk and, uh, you know, and take a, and take a, take a break and be like, okay, whatever. I'll clean up. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to do it. Well, we definitely compromised on this trip, which, you know, is our first, first spicy tip because Mm -hmm. one thing was like you, I wanted a boutique hotel. So we compromised on where we stayed. We stayed at a Marriott because he gets points, Mm -hmm. but um, but it's not the most luxurious Marriott. Uh, New York is one of the most expensive cities mm-hmm. probably in the world when it yeah. comes to travel. And so they understand that a lot of people come here on business. So I feel like they take advantage of what they're offering versus what they're giving. And so um, we don't have room service in our room. And um, like that means that we have to travel in the rain to go get food for nourishment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to stay alive. To stay alive. <laughs> Um, there wasn't Netflix. There wasn't like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm mad and this is going to sound horrible, but that was like only cable. And so I felt like, well, I don't even know what's on television anymore. I only watch, you know, my Netflix, yeah. I only watch my fire stick. I only watch my Hulu. So for there not to be like Wi-Fi, he's like, well, let's go get, he's compromising with me. He's like, you know, do you want me to go get you an HDMI cord? I'll go walk in the rain for you. And just so that you can like, those that you want. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I being like a little bee right now? Let me calm down. It's, you know, just a weekend trip. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. Um, I really appreciate, you know, him extending himself. And of course, like he's paying for the hotel. Um, we're going to, you know, write some of it off though, because it was a business trip. I had Good. a radio show that I had to do out here Ooh. for the Karen Hunter show. Shout out to Karen Hunter for having me on on Friday on her show uh, and getting to talk about the spicy life. But for us, I just felt like... Um, like, what can I do 
in order to make myself feel better about some of our normal accommodations. Oh, I know. Let me operate from a place of gratitude mm. instead of offering from a place of entitlement, which is what I saw what I was doing when I started to complain. Um, I even got to the point where I'm like, do you smell that? Does that smell like mildew to you? And he's like, I can't control everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, so now I'm starting to be annoying. Let me stop. That's it. I love that. I love the gratitude idea. I love because what gratitude does is it instantly shifts your perspective. It shifts the way that you're thinking. And it's like, okay, so instead of me being frustrated about how, you know, he's left this towel on the floor or we're not staying where I want to stay. It's like, you know, I'm so thankful that I have a husband that loves me enough to want to travel with me. Right. I'm thankful that we, you know, are very, very lucky that we have enough money to even go out of town and stay at a decent hotel, you know? And so when you, once you shift it, then all of a sudden the small things don't matter as much. Cause it's like the big things are awesome. Absolutely. Like it really gives you a better perspective. You just have to change your perspective yeah. at certain times when you're in that moment and you want to like rip their head off. For <laughs> me, my second like spicy tip. And I think you can both agree is that when traveling, there's this level of communication and trust Mm-hmm. that you have to have and discuss some of like these challenges that are arising or things that annoy you because I a couple times wanted to bite his head off because he's horrible with directions and he thinks mm-hmm. that he's the best with directions. And there's a few times that he got our driver lost when we're traveling with um, Uber and he's telling the driver, like even to get to the airport for our flight, go down this way. I know this secret path to get to the airport and it's going to save us time, it winds up adding more time onto our already like late flight. <laughs> then I always tell myself, like, my husband is bad with directions. Accept that. We can never find our car. We can never get back to the floor we were on. Like, just accept that about him and understand that sometimes you're going to, like, take the lead when it comes to directions. But I fall for it every single time. We get to New York and then he's like, trust me, I know how to get back to our hotel room from the diner. He takes us to the wrong hotel room. He takes us to the wrong yacht. <laughs> we walk in the cold, rain, blizzard. It felt like a blizzard. blizzard. <laughs> to, the wrong, to the wrong Marriott, which we didn't have the keys to that Marriott because it's late at night. They closed their doors, so we're freezing outside. In that moment, wanted to explode, but I had to operate from a place of gratitude and understand that I just needed to communicate better with him. That, babe, you know what? I'm going to take the lead when it comes to getting us wherever we need to go and that's I trust it. Compromise. you will trust me <laughs> to get us there that's it's it no longer you have you have been revoked okay <laughs> your direction like pass has been revoked you can no longer give directions you're done Ali he can pull out Waze Google Maps Apple map it doesn't matter what maps he pulls out we are going to go the wrong way see and that's okay? me that's me <laughs> my dad says that I literally he always would tell me he's like if you have the choice of going the right direction and the wrong direction, you will always choose the wrong direction. And it's pretty accurate. Like, I'm not even like a 50-50, like, I'll go the wrong way. No, it's like 70-80%. I will go the wrong way initially. I have no sense of direction mm. at all. I don't know what north is. North is anything in front of me. Like, <laughs> anything you know where in front of me from? is north. Huh. You know where that comes from? Because you and Shay are very similar in this uh, very... and. We're, we, we all have a level of intelligence. However, you and Shay wear yours very proudly in the sense of, <laughs> I know everything. So trust me, I know how to get us trust there. Me. And, 
And you guys do. You guys are very intelligent people. But I think there's something about like geniuses that you know everything. So you have to know directions as well. And that's just not the case. Not I don't the case. think that's your guys' spiritual gifts. It is not. Um, I, think when, <laughs> I think when it comes to like dissecting things, action plans, strategy, you guys are great with that. When it comes to even, you know, just uh, articulating yourselves. But when it comes to directions, not your spiritual gift. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, and I've, I've taken a few IQ tests over the years, you know, in grad school, you have to give them, you have to take them. And my, my ability to like rotate, um, they, they, they call it like rotating items three-dimensionally in your mind. Like, so being able to look at something in my mind and kind of like spin it around and understand it from all perspectives. I am very weak on that. I don't have, I don't have a good ability to be able to like understand. So like understanding maps. Oh, absolutely not. I think you guys may have a little Kanye in you. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Not Kanye. It's the, it's the Kanye syndrome. It's the like, yeah. you know, you guys are geniuses. That's your problem. You're geniuses. You just can't do that one thing. That's it. That's it. I have, I have other things I can't do. It's that, like they, they, um, they call it a savant syndrome. There are some people who are like geniuses at one thing, right? But they can't do anything else. Like, but, but if you put them in front of a piano, like that's it. That's all she wrote. They're writing 25 conciertos. They're like, <laughs> like writing, like they're scoring music for hours, you know, but then you ask them to like tie their shoe and they're like, what is a shoe? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. So some people are just like that. So yeah, I'll, I'll be a savant. That's okay. <laughs> well, safe to say we made it back uh, with like me and my genius yeah. made it back to our hotel room after we realized we were at the wrong one and uh, perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. I was for, had a, a, a great attitude about it when I got back into the warmth. But um, the other thing that, that comes with communication and dress like when you're traveling is like the planning of activities. There's certain things that I knew I wanted to experience that he also communicated. He wanted to experience while we were out here. I knew I wanted to go to like a Halloween party, but I also wanted to experience a Broadway play with him. Two things that I knew I wanted to do once I got here. So he didn't want to dress up. I compromised on that. And <laughs> he didn't want to go to a Halloween party, so he compromised on that with me. So we didn't dress up, but we did get to go to a Halloween party that a friend invited us to at midnight. So he compromised and got himself out of bed at midnight so that his wonderful wife could get her Halloween experience on. So Cute. we just, you know, wore all black. And then... The second time we had to compromise was also when it came to going to a Broadway play. Uh, I wanted to see, uh, what was it called? This Small Island? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I think that was the name of it. And it's like a Caribbean play and super cute, but he was like fighting me on going. He's like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So I just had to take initiative. I saw in that moment, I could miss out on this experience because you don't want to do something. And I could just go with the flow and just let you, us stay back here at the hotel room. Mm -hmm. But in this particular instant, I really wanted to go. So, no, I'm buying our tickets. You're not going to let me waste money. I know that about you. So I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to That's them. beautiful. You're going to have to show up and enjoy yourself. I'm going to get you a drink. You're going to relax. And we're going to enjoy this show. Gosh darn it. And so he put his clothes on. He went with me. And he wound up actually liking it afterwards. He's like, oh, I'm happy we did this. But see, Aww. we would have missed out on that had I gone with him wanting to stay back at the hotel room. But I understood I had to push a little bit in that particular situation and take initiative. So we compromised on both of our ends, but it wound up being for the best. Exactly. Because I, I also think that trust is so key, right? 
you trusted him with the directions, even though you knew he wasn't going to be able to get you where you needed to go. Yep. And he trusted you with the tickets, even though he didn't think he was going to like it. But then he ended up enjoying it, you know, and I think that that is trust and openness, I think, go together. And I think when you're traveling, especially with someone that you love, being open to new experiences is so, so important because there's so many things that you're going to see, like, especially like for me and Aaron, we're vegan. And so traveling through the South as a vegan. Oh, that's hard. Is it? Yeah, it isn't always the easiest thing. Like, what are you guys eating the whole time? Biscuits? (laughs) <laughs> no like, i know you're not eating fried chicken we've fried fish i know like <laughs> i know and there's so many barbecue spots and it smells so yummy i am not one of those vegans that's like ew meat it's gross no meat tastes delicious i just choose not to eat it um but like so we've been really open and we've been trusting one another's decisions and we've been trusting the advice of like friends and so we went to this amazing restaurant in dallas the other day this vegan spot oh my god so good i haven't had a pancake at a restaurant in in like since i became vegan almost because nobody has vegan pancakes everyone puts milk and eggs in their pancakes (laughs) and this place had vegan pancakes and vegan everything and so we had to be open enough to try something new to not um you know be worried about it and to trust that people were giving us good advice and it worked out great and so i think that trust can make a trip actually really fun and really exciting. And I had to also trust that Aaron was going to get us a great hotel. And yes. I've trained him well, I will say. I've trained oh, him well. Still, you take credit for his, oh, great, I do. For his great hotel. Oh, I but do. You know what Shay said to me that I thought was super sweet and which made me proud that like, okay, yes, he trusted me. He went, you know, with the flow. I communicated to him. This was important to me that I wanted to go. But then afterwards, he was like, you know, I think Broadway Play should be our thing. Like, what if we just... <gasps> start like making that our thing where you know whenever we travel somewhere you know we see a play or and I was like what oh my gosh that's the most romantic thing you've ever said to me Um, (laughs) honestly knowing Shay I know right that is like that's like proposing all over again that's right (laughs) (laughs) just for him to like give me that I was like oh that's so sweet but I trust you when we're traveling for all the way from the valley to Inglewood you recommended a great <laughs> vegan place for us. And, like, it, that was travel for me, okay? And so if you, mm-hmm. if you live in Los Angeles, you know that that, yes. is, travel. that is a long-distance commute. Yes. And so when you took us to that vegan restaurant in Inglewood that you recommended, like, it was a discovery for us. And mm-hmm. it was some of the best vegan nachos I ever had. And I'm, I, have, I haven't converted fully to vegan, but I trusted that you know what's good food and what's not. And that happened to be like a great vegan restaurant. I can't remember the name of it or else I would shout it out. Yeah, me neither. Uh, we'll figure it out. I'll find it. Was it was really good. <laughs> I don't even remember and I recommended it. <laughs> yes, even when it comes to traveling with friends, guys, okay, there has to be trust and communication. But yes. um, last but not least, the one of the other things and, you know, like spicy tips of like how to handle traveling with your significant other is this whole element of like spending all your time together. Ugh, that mm-hmm. can be a little tricky if you're somebody who likes space. I don't necessarily require that. Mm-hmm. I'm extreme extrovert. I absorb my energy from other people like and their energy I love it I feed off of it I like to be around people 24 7 my husband on the other hand he enjoys his space he can go off by himself and still have an amazing time and can forget that I exist so (laughs) being with me 24 7 um is a little bit of a different experience but we've been handling that well how you know how are you and Aaron when it comes to spending all your time together 
Well, me and Aaron tend to spend a lot of our time together anyways. Um, we are a very like cloistered couple. We absolutely need nobody else. We <laughs> Oh, really? We do not need anybody else um, at all. We are because me and Aaron were friends for almost 13 years before we got married or before we started dating. And so we have a very, very strong friendship and we laugh a lot. Lots of inside jokes. So watch, important, guys. Friendship. Yeah, so important. We watch a lot of movies. Like we literally, we travel with an HDMI cord and we watched, we, we, we've been watching Hulu and oh, Making a Murderer <laughs> and yeah, and, and Netflix. We've been watching it this whole time. Are you trying and, to be jealous right now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we, we, we literally, we travel with it because we know. Like every time we go somewhere, we're like, we have to watch our shows. Who I do not want the HDMI cord. Aaron, Aaron always packs it. Oh, now yeah. you know I'm about to go back and yell at Jay. Like, <laughs> Aaron knew to pack HDMI cord. Okay. Yeah, he does because he knows that, like, you know, I can only watch with so many old episodes of Law and Order before. Oh my God. <laughs> that is exactly what I have been forced to do <laughs> i'm watching like a ton of anthony anderson on law and order i have no idea what season that was but like a ton of it <laughs> shout out to anthony anderson i love, love anthony i've <laughs> been watching him all week i'm like what's next oh my god <laughs> but um yeah so so it's just we've been so we like being around each other a lot but we also are we, we, we're, we're very similar in that we are, I'm, I'm actually way more of an, of an extrovert than he is. Um, but he can turn it on when he needs to. But we also both value our quiet time and our time apart. And he works um, as an engineer. And so he works long hours from early in the morning until late in the evening. And so, and I work as a consultant. I primarily work from home. And I've actually taken the entire month of October off to kind of focus on my brand, on my company. Yeah, I took the whole month off. I have clients that I've kind of like, I have them and I've told them like, I'll be back in November. Give me a few weeks. Yeah. God. Yeah. So um, I'm so since I work at home, (laughs) then I tend to always be there. So when he comes home, like for a while, he would come home for lunch and I'll like make him lunch and then he'll go back to work. And, um, and so it kind of, it kind of works. We both get enough space. And so when we're traveling, we just kind of do the same thing. Like I'll just walk away sometimes, just go to the store, go shopping, go to a Starbucks or something when I need space. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll take a little break. Okay. So that's good. That's, that goes to like just being self-aware and knowing, Hmm, in this moment, I can use a little bit of... That's it. It's so important to be self-aware and to know because you don't want to get snippy. I can get snippy if you've been in my face for too, too long. And so I don't want to ever do that to him. So yeah, you're right. Like you have to have that self-awareness, that level of like, okay, I'm getting a little irritated. Let me go get a coffee. Let me go get a water. Let me get a juice from Jamba Juice or something. Yeah. Well, when it comes to traveling with Shay and I, uh, I know his deal breakers and he knows mine. So if you are spending a lot of time together and you know your partner's deal breakers, it helps when it comes to giving each other space because I know that one of his is mm-hmm. he will not sacrifice his workout <laughs> to save my life. I could be dangling off of a bridge. I swear I will like, come. But, but I gotta, I gotta finish these reps though. <laughs> <laughs> but these reps... 
And so for me, I'm like, oh, but I want time. I want time. You know, I'm, I am, a, I'm a, you know, one of my things that I've had to work on when it comes to my level of intimacy or my attachment is that I'm more of a anxious attacher where I've had to throughout the years. And he's helped me with this, like be more secure in my attachment with him because he's so secure. Like he, I understand like, okay, if you leave me to go to the gym, you're coming back. Um, I grew up with the band. So it doesn't mean that I won't ever see you again. <laughs> so <laughs> daddy left me. You're not going ago, to get cigarettes and I'll never back. see you again. <laughs> so like, oh. <laughs> So I, so I know a deal breaker for him is like, okay, going to the gym, he has to get his pumps in. And so if I want to spend that time with him, I got to get my pumps in too. So thank God he'll work me out. He'll train me. I get to burn some calories. So it's a win-win. But if he decides like, I need to go get my workout in, that's a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going on this trip without like working out. I have to let him do that. I have to make sure that he gets whatever he needs for his endorphins, you know, whatever, you know, releases, you know, he Mm -hmm. like whatever makes him feel good he needs to do that and for me you know let me read my book let me watch my shows when I'm watching my shows don't disturb me I don't want you interrupting you know my programs and he likes to talk during television shows I don't want to talk about Mm. what I'm watching as I'm watching it I want to recap after so when we're on vacation (laughs) and when I'm reading that is not the time to strike up these intellectually stimulating conversations and discussing what we see because now I'm missing the lines on the show. Okay, I love that. So that's I definitely right talk a lot during shows. A lot. Yeah. Oh my god. Why? Why must we discuss what <laughs> I'll forget. Watching? If I don't say While it now, I'll forget it by the end. And I feel like what I have to say is so important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm extremely comfortable oh. with pulling out my notepad on my on my phone, my iNotes, and writing yeah. things that I want to no. discuss. Me and Aaron <laughs> both do it afterwards. And but like during the play, oh, yeah, during no. the Broadway play, Shay wanted to talk. Like, hey, I recognize that person right there. <laughs> do you not see that the lights are out? Lights are shining on these star actors. They have rehearsed hours. Okay, probably have their mom in the audience next to us. And you want to talk about Ugh. your history with old girl in, that's starring in the play? Then he has the audacity to say, no, babe, I know her, but don't worry. Uh, I didn't sleep and, with her and while the play's for, going For on. all of you listening, <laughs> Shay has a very deep and carrying voice. <laughs> Loud whisper at that, okay? <laughs> so needless to say, everybody in the play Oh, my God, he might as well have been like, that is With so one funny. of the characters. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> but like that was when I had to like I, I gave him the shush. I'm like, babe, I want it. I love this. it. Please don't talk during this play. But he yes, he wants to discuss what's going on, you know, like while it's going on. So that's one thing that I have to okay, we're on vacation, like yeah. snap at him. I understand this is a part of his personality. He doesn't intend any harm to me. And doesn't intend to ruin yeah. my experience. But you know what's beautiful about travel too? A part of him. There are some stats and some studies to show that people who travel together, couples who travel together, tend to stay together. And I really love that because there's this a few things like you actually do build more communication because like everything we've been talking about is very communication based. Like the directions, the compromise, the you know, working with, you know, I'll go to this play, I'll stay at this hotel. Like it really 
forces you to have to grow in your communication with that person. Because, I mean, if you don't, you're just going to be sitting there in a room not talking to each other, like spicy watching TV. <laughs> but I think that that's one thing that is so huge. So communication gets better. You're, like we talked about, your sexual relationships get better. Experiencing new things helps you grow different parts of your brain, like your frontal lobe. So the more you experience new things together, you guys tend to neurologically grow in similar directions. It teaches you a lot about who each other are because you get in situations that are kind of like sticky and weird and awkward and you have to figure out, figure them out and get creative. And so you guys end up growing together as a couple. Did we get you back, Dr. Ali? There's always I'm... technical difficulties on the road. <sighs> I know. See, because like everyone listening, Spicy and I are in a relationship too. Friends traveling <laughs> are in a relationship and there are things that we have to do to compromise <laughs> And we learn a lot about each other and hopefully it improves your relationship long-term because there are a lot of studies that talk about how travel among, among couples actually improves a lot of different things. Um, we've talked about like your sex life. So supposedly people who travel actually have a better sex life than people who aren't traveling as much, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, did you, do you, you notice that? that? Is? I mean, I, I feel like, Maybe it's because you're in somewhere new and you like want to christen it, or maybe it's because your stress is down, because you're just having a good time, you're looking at beautiful surroundings, um, you're spending a lot of money, so you like might as well have a good time. I don't know. Why do you think? I wonder. If, well, I, I'm wondering if the like amount of sex you have goes up, and you're more intimate with your partner because too there's this expectation of like wanting to do it in a new place. True. You know, there's this, there's this element of like, well, we got to do it. We're on vacation or <laughs> like, we've why never, waste We've never this? made love in New York before. So we got to have sex. Like it's this you know, anticipation for the vacation and knowing that, you know, there's been some money that's spent on, you know, what's going to go down. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There was something like, no, I there's agree. A, there's something naughty about it. I agree. And you're like, it's almost like you're staying because you're staying in someone else's space. Like this really, this hotel isn't mine. So I'm like, ooh, what do I have to do in this new space that's not, that I don't really know a lot about? I get to do something nasty in it? Fabulous. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot imagine what maids and hotels have to go through. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I, I'm scared to like sit on the, the bed covers. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm like, I hope these things have been changed. I'm sitting but... <laughs> on this like orange chair inside of this room. And I'm just like, what has happened on this chair? <laughs> oh, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> like what the heck, but you know, it, it makes it a lot easier uh, when you have your Lola feminine products and sex products from Lola. <laughs> That's it. Clean it up. Keep it clean. You can just clean it up. The sex by Lola line. Yes. <laughs> Another shout out to them. You guys do not forget that you can go to mylola.com, enter Lola Spicy, and grab you for 40% off some uh, sex by Lola lines. I mean, uh, the, the cleanup wipes and the lubricant, if you are not in the mood, you better not be on vacation, not in the mood. And if you and your partner are having like disagreements, one thing, too, is don't forget to make love in this foreign land. I don't even care if it's a staycation. You need to make sure that you are being intimate and compromise, even if you're not in the mood. Like, intimacy is a great way to make up with your partner. They call it makeup mm -hmm. sex. But I think there's this element of, like, us trying to use sex to hold out 
when we're upset with our partner or we're not getting our way or we're not in the mood. But the one thing that you can do to soften your partner is by giving in and giving yourself and being vulnerable to them and then talk about the disagreement later. But in that moment, intimacy will let a lot of your guards down. Absolutely. It releases oxytocin. It releases vasopressin. It makes you want to bond to that person. It makes you want to be protective of that person. And so it is something that can help with, you know, if you are having an argument, if you are feeling a little distant, sexual intimacy, physical connection can help so much with your emotional connection as well. Explain the, it makes you want to be protective of that person. So that's the release of vasopressin. So both people, male and female, release vasopressin. Testosterone actually activates vasopressin a little bit more. And so it actually makes men, more so than women, but women as well, want to feel a little protective over the person that they've just been intimate with. And that comes from this evolutionary place of wanting to protect the fetus and protect, you know, men, they donate this sperm to this woman so that she can have a child. And so they want to protect that family unit. And so it's kind of like an old remnant from our ancestors. And so biologically, Mm. you want to bond to this person more. And part of it is to make sure that the child is safe um, and that your genetic material is safe. But now, that's that's, that's why... Your swimmers, in other words. Wants to make sure your swimmers are safe. They get where they need to to go. Um, And now it looks like protection. It looks like, you know, and I guess in some respects, it kind of goes back to our, a few episodes ago, jealousy. Might kind of it might kind of play into that, but yeah, it's a very important hormone. So it's safe to say that if he doesn't treat you well or she doesn't treat you well after you guys have been intimate and they just send you home in an Uber and don't call you, they don't want to protect. Their <sighs> yeah, that's that's a problem. <laughs> you know, genetically, that is a problem. You want to protect that, but I guess we also live in a world now where a lot of people are trying not to get pregnant. <laughs> so. This is true, which is where the sex by little condoms would come into play. Wrap it up. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. But beyond (laughs) sex, so another thing that traveling can improve, obviously, is communication. Because there's so many things that happen while you're on a trip from, I mean, so many mistakes can go down, like from missing your flight to getting the wrong, you know, car rental to showing up at the wrong hotel. And how do you communicate oh about God. that? <laughs> Wait, so Dr. Ali and I, okay, speaking of, so yes, the hotel incident did happen to me, but speaking of like missing flights, Dr. Ali just went to a wedding recently with our good friend Gabrielle and her and her husband missed their honeymoon, um, their flight to their, because of course, like four, you have, you know, the wedding, they didn't get to bed until 4 a.m. You know, everybody, you know, was tipsy and inebriated. And so they missed their 6 a.m. flight. And so, they're, you know, they have a flight to Mexico. Now they have to wait like 10 hours at the airport to get oh. the next one. And in this moment, they could have started pointing the blame. He could have said, hey, you booked this 6 a.m. flight. And she could have said, well, you wanted to save, you know, $400. Like they could have started pointing the blame at each other. But instead... They, you know, went to this like sky bar lounge, had a few drinks, had some food, went, you know, shopping while at the airport Mm -hmm. and made the best of their situation. And I think that goes back to like the element of, you know, being in a partnership. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, what your perspective is, is like, hey, let me operate once again from a place of gratitude with my partner. But let me understand that, yes, I might have 
book this flight. And yes, you may have wanted to save this money. But at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's not about I. It's about us. Exactly. And We're a team. Like, as us, yeah. It changes your perspective. That's it. And you learn so much about your partner in moments of stress like that, especially like that's fun stress, right? You missed a flight. It's not the end of the world. Nobody died. Nothing horrible happened. You just missed a flight. But it teaches you a lot about how your partner copes. Do they instantly begin blaming you? Do they shut down? Do they cry? Do they just kind of like toughen up and problem solve? You know, how does your partner work? And then you start to learn from that because stress is going to happen in a relationship. Hardships are going to come, you know, parents pass away. Sometimes, you know, people have miscarriages, horrible things can happen over the course of a person's life. And if you're sharing your life with this person, you can learn a lot from how they cope with mistakes during travel. Oh my gosh, it's huge. And one thing, um, and I recently just said this once again, I said it earlier, shout out to the Kieran Hunter show, but she was saying, you know, what is one of the most important lessons that you can learn from a relationship and how you and your you know, partner operate. And I, you know, told her it's not about the highs. Like it's not about, you know, the, the happy hunky dory moments. Cause those are easy. Mm-hmm. Like traveling. That's like the fun part. It's the conflict resolution. That's the challenge where you really learn and understand, can my partner get through these hardships with me? And that's what makes for a long lasting relationship. Yeah. It is not the, how many great moments, but it's the, how did we recover from the harder ones? That's it. You know, from the, the troubled ones. And that's really lets you know, the strength of your relationship is your, you know, resilience. Exactly. I think resilience is so huge because life is made up of positive and negative moments. And it's about which ones you focus on, you know, do the negative moments define you as a person and you as a couple, or do the positive moments define you? Do the positive moments charge you up to kind of move you from, trial to trial you know or do you just focus on the negative and you sit in it and you can't get past it and it's important to know kind of how your partner sees the world so you can strengthen them in areas maybe where they're weak and they can strengthen you in areas where you're weak because I know I am much more optimistic than Aaron um something bad happens and I kind of will get really sad really quick but then I get over it it takes me like a few hours sometimes I get through Mm -hmm. sadness really fast And I get to like the optimism part of it. Like, okay, well, this is what we've learned. You know, this is what we can take to the future. And he has a harder time with it. So I have to be really supportive of him in moments. You know, he lost his father. Oh, good. Yeah, he lost his father a few months ago. We, the last time we were traveling to Texas, he was here for two and a half months. And in that period of time, my father had a major heart attack and his father passed away. And within a week of each other, my dad got sick and his dad passed away. And we, we really had to realize how each other mourn. And I realized that I mourn a little differently than him. And I'm a little bit more um, like he'll function at work. He can get stuff done, but I'm a little bit more emotionally stable during those times, during those times. And so we really had to support each other. And if we hadn't been traveling together, I think we may have um, realized it a little differently because there's a lot of travel involved in that. So we really learned a lot about each other and the way that we cope Mm. with stress, with death, with, with morbidity um, during our travel. And I think the travel helped to, to solidify that growth that we had, that we, that we had. So there's something to say about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, there is for sure. I mean, good for you though, for like, you know, you guys being able to lean on each other. Um, you know, that's, that's extremely tough, you know, yesterday and we, you know, we skated over this conversation lightly, you know, Shay's aunt had asked him, 
um, you know, about our relationship mm-hmm. and how we're doing. And, you know, we brought up, you know, how we conflict, you know, mm-hmm. resolve. And, you know, she started getting into a conversation about just like, you know, well, you know, you don't want to, you know, divorce, you know, you always want to make sure that you, you know, work things out, you know, before you go to bed together, like, don't make sure, you know, make sure that you're not going to bed angry with each other that you, you know, talk things out. And, you know, that's one thing that we've made, you know, a huge um, part of our relationship is like, walk away and come back to the conversation, whether it's a hardship, you know, whether it's something that's Mm -hmm. just bothering us, or something that we need to get through. And interestingly, you know, couples that travel together have Mm. a lower divorce rate. And I think that, um, well, studies show, I know it to be true, that it's because of the resolution. It's because of um, couples who don't travel say that they have a harder time resolving issues. They're not forced into maybe these like hardship elements. Not that anybody ever wants to experience what you went through, you know, while traveling with Aaron, but how you guys got through it or how you guys, you know, leaned on, you know, each other or, you know, how you guys, you know, anticipated or, you know, were able to deal with each other's, you know, emotions, you know, and behavior was how you guys were maybe able to get through it. And, you know, it just, yeah. And I I agree because it's like a part of, you can't, it's harder to do that retreat when you're in a city that you don't really know. Right. It's harder to distance yourself. Like, where are you going? You're not going to your girlfriend's house because your girlfriend's back at home. You're not going to your boy's place. You're not going to your local bar. You're forced you're, to kind of sit in the moment with the person that you're with because you really don't know where, where else to go and what else to do. And you're and the only thing that is familiar. The only thing that is home is your partner. And so you have to work it out. You have to figure it out. And so I think that's one thing that's beautiful about travel is it kind of forces you to be sequestered with that person and figure out how to solve this problem, figure out how to solve these feelings that you're having. And at some level, some of these problems can even be kind of funny and you can find a way to laugh at yourself through some of the things that you're experiencing. Death is rare, is not often as funny, but let's be real. All people have funny things. Even people that die have done funny things. <laughs> and, so, and so there's always something that you can re- like think back on and be like, wow, that was hilarious when he did that. Like, don't you love that? You know? <laughs> so there's always an opportunity to laugh, to find humor. And couples that travel together also are able to find more humor in each other sometimes. And it builds that sense of humor um, between the two of you. Because let's be real, traveling can be really ridiculous and funny. So... I also don't, I'm not, I'm also a huge proponent of if you don't, or if you're traveling with someone and you come to the realization, I don't really like you. I really don't want to spend all my time together with you. We probably shouldn't be together anymore after this. Trip. Oh, Let's yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I've definitely broken up after a few trips before. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, let it allow, allow it to be a learning lesson as well. Um, but just like in conclusion to wrap it up, because we have to run, um, it has its long-term benefits for couples. Travel also helps maintain relationships and travel also ignites this romance and intimacy. And, you know, there you guys have it. You have just been spiced. Uh, you guys can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at spicy Mari or go to the spicy for more spicy tips and information. You can find me at allisonhicks.com, A-L-L-Y-C-I-N-H-I-C-K-S or Allison Hicks on Instagram. Yes. Okay. Get as much traveling as you guys can with your family, friends, loved ones, boo thing. Um, And there you have it. You have just been spiced.